just showing you our wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Wolf tickets, people. You're selling wolf tickets, Ron. For his good buddy Ron. Ron, we're starting a podcast. You need some LaCroix. You couldn't have chosen a better time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the funniest and most magical MMA podcast in Silver Lake, California. My name is Ron Erickson II. And my name is Patrick Pope, the only. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, Patrick. uh, I came in today limping. Why were you limping, dog? Oh man! <laughs> I actually saw that. I was curious. Well, I uh, I started training for for my fight years years from now, um, and I I uh, what's it called? Scrapped for the first time. No. <laughs> I, mean, I, I hope you I, didn't scrap. I scrimmaged. <laughs> I scrimmaged you to a boxing duel. <laughs> no, um, I went up against a guy today, and. Uh, he totally kicked my ass. Now, to be clear, this was your first time to spar. My first spar. How? What was your energy was, like? Isn't it, it's it's like popping your cherry as a virgin. What was your energy like? Uh, I <laughs> I kind of got thrown into it and was not expecting it. Usually, I go into the gym. Uh, it's called the yard. The yard. And uh, they have a really I don't know kind of unorthodox way of doing things. You just kind of walk in. Start working out, and then someone comes up to you and corrects what you're doing or tells you to do something. Today, I just finished a hour workout, and then a guy similar to my size comes in, and uh, the coach says, "Oh yeah, hey, you gotta fight this guy," and points him to points to me. Oh, uh, uh, me? <laughs> and then the guy I was fighting said, uh, "Hey, uh, what kind of experience do you have?" I was like, "I've been here, uh, I've been here six times." Like, oh, they taught you anything? And I was like, uh, not really. He's like, okay, cool, let's go. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And so we were just there. Uh, Full spot. gear, shin pads, headgear? Shin pads, no headgear, no. Oh, yeah. They're kind of off headgear these days. Yeah. I wear it. You do? Yeah. Uh. But that's me. Anyway, well, continue. I, yeah. I have zero experience. Right. I was going to say, this is your. I, should I have worn headgear? No, no, it doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> your, your, your cage gets rattled either way. What? So, dude, what? Ha- so what happened? Uh, so. There I was, uh, face to face. I hadn't put my hands on a man in, in so long. In so long, it was like it was a mystery to me. And uh, so I, I just was trying my jabs and my one twos, like I'd been told. And <laughs> the best question was, "You learn how? Have you learned how to block yet?" <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was like, uh, "No, sir, I have not." <laughs> and while he proceeded to. Keep sneaking punches in. So tell me, like he lit you up. What did he, what did he hit he you with? Up. Yeah, he hit me with uh, so a lot of jabs. Um, he hit me with a nice right cross. It got me right in the chin. Had mm-hmm. we been actually fighting, it would have been an instant KO. Oh because shit! He, you know, he knocked my jaw. He knocked my jaw. You got your jaw, <laughs> kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but did he, you go dim a little bit, like kind of birds? Uh, I, I definitely. I got shook. You, you know? brown. You browned out. It's the, not a blackout. It's a brownout. The adrenaline came in, and there was a moment where I had to take a deep breath <sighs> oh, because okay. I felt like killing him. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's just a natural response. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like killing the guy. He was a very sweet man, and I wanted his blood. Right. I wanted his blood all over. My I'm, I'm learning from you, but I want to kill you. <laughs> yeah, and he just he nailed me with leg kicks, leg kicks, leg kicks, leg kicks. Ooh, which gave me uh, a lot of respect for these fighters who can just eat them all day. Oof. Well, and so I'm. I'm. And you said you broke your toe. You mentioned that. I did broke my toe. I. I How'd I, that happen? Uh, I did broke my toe. I think it was from just a poorly executed leg kick of mine. Mm-hmm. The I think my little toe just kind of got you. caught up yeah. in something. And now it's just a purple little guy. Yeah, you dinged your dang, dude. You dinged your dang. <laughs> no big deal. I've had a lot of toe stuff. Uh, running marathons and marathon training 
You just get purple toes, your toenails or, or blistered off. toes. I've had like crazy blisters on the bottom of my feet. I will say this: welcome to sparring. I, I wish it would have gone a little better for you. I wish you would have taken a little bit of like taken it easier on you, just a little bit. Yeah, but Patrick uh, it, got very defensive. Yeah, Ron came in limping. I asked him what happened, and the guy lit him up. And and when I when when I've sparred, you know, our coaches will tell us what percentage level, and he's and the coach monitors it, and it just seemed like this guy was going a little bit hard like i would say 40 30 to 40 percent is like a great rate to start at but it sounds like this guy was going he was going hard i mean your leg is fucked you're <laughs> limping around on it i think it's just because he was a heavyweight because he hit he hit me in the leg once and i winced and i said a little bit of oh god damn it and uh he said yeah <laughs> hurts doesn't it and i'm just i'm not even doing it hard <laughs> Oh, I'm not even doing it. It's like, well, fuck you, man. He, sh- he should be doing some pitter-pat shit on you and just getting some form. Yeah. I, I'm not... I, listen, you're my friend. That's why I'm naturally <laughs> just like, well, who was this motherfucker? And it makes me want to, like, spar him. But, um, Patrick, what was your first sparring experience like? Um, well, I mean, I did Taekwondo growing up. So I did, like, Taekwondo-style fighting tournaments. Um, uh, I did maybe 10 of those. And so I've been in a lot of like, you know, you know, little like square ring, like in a gymnasium uh, style fights, like Taekwondo yeah. style. Um, so I've been, I've been knocked out Whoa. via a uh, spinning back kick to the chest. It just, it like, it just leveled me, took the air out of my lungs. Brutal. Uh, and it was, the, it was the first fight I'd ever had. It was my first fight. And I remember like... How old were you? Uh, this was when I was maybe... 11? Oh, just a wee lad. A wee lad. A wee little boy. Um, so I was 11. I went. I went. I was maybe an orange belt at this time. And um, I had been going to the tournaments but only doing uh, forms, which I don't know if you know about Taekwondo. But along with getting your belt comes like you learn certain new moves, but you also learn katas or like forms. They're essentially dances that oh, yeah. like like display your level of knowledge. I and took a little kung fu mm-hmm. and uh, basically that's what you do at the for all the whole kung fu class. Right. Basically. Right. So taekwondo is a little bit more physical where you actually like you 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 spar and you hit, you actually fight. And so I went to the first tournament and my parents were shitting bricks and I was shitting bricks and got in there with this kid who was two belts above me and uh, I How is that legal? Well, it's legal cuz they go by weight class. And this kid just fucking first move up, like jump, spin, back kick, hit me right in the solar plex. I went back on my, I just remember landing on my back and couldn't breathe and just like, I'm going to die. I hate this. Why did I choose to do this? Oh my God. And then finally you breathe again and then you fight for like fifth place (laughs) in in my set. You know, you kind of come back and like fighting the same day was actually really huge for me because you realize like, oh, just because you get knocked down. You get right back up and um yeah, and then like I, the Chumbawamba song. Yeah, dude, uh, which is like you know you get an anthem. Down. Yeah, and you that's get an back earworm, right? What's that? That song can be a real earworm, right? <laughs> that song fucking sucks. You know what's the you know what song I've had in my head all day? No, you know that song goes, uh, no change, I can change, I can change, but I'm here in my mode, dude. I have yeah. had that in my head. Like in, I want to stick a like spike in my eye to, to oh, end it. <laughs> that is incredibly unfortunate. Right? There's some songs, Patrick, that I wonder. I'm like, okay, there's a Carlos Santana song. You know this yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's one of those songs, like the one that stuck is in Is that with head. the Matchbox 20 guy? <laughs> I'm not sure who's, yeah. who's in it, but uh, I feel like it's one of those songs that no, nobody likes, but... They like pay every bar and uh, every radio station. Like you must play this song <laughs> two to three times an hour. Like it's got to be there. And everyone's like, "Oh, here's this song," and everyone thinks that there's people that actually that like it, but they don't exist. That song won a Grammy. There's a conspiracy. It's the one that's like. And it's just like the ocean. Yes. On the sand. And he goes, hey, man, he almost. Yeah, dude. That's fuck a, that song. That's a bigger conspiracy than 9 11, Patrick. You heard it here. Yeah, I, I did too. Somewhere, someone is controlling the levers and like feet, like force feeding us that bullshit song. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, my first time, like, you know, I grew up doing Taekwondo, but my first time Muay Thai sparring, I got lit up for sure. But my coach was like watching the class and like making sure that everyone was staying in their, in their, uh, you know, percentage of, of force. Um, and then it's only rarely that he would let us go a hundred percent. And that's just like a totally different ball game. It's like, wow. So you've gone a hundred percent, Patrick. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Wow. I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah. It's a different, uh, it's a different, it's a whole other ball game. I'm leaving, I'm leaving the 30% basically on a stretcher. Right. Uh, so I'm not ready for that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. You ain't ready yet. But I'm really proud of you, Ron, for, for getting in there, for sparring. Um, I would say your toe's broken, but, but that, that's an injury you can, you can keep going with. Yeah. My toe's broken, but my heart lives on. Yeah. Your heart is full. <laughs> Speaking of painful legs, uh, there was a fight uh, this Saturday uh, full of painful leg kicks. And uh, it's just something that I wanted to mention. I watched the fight once again completely inconveniently. I don't know why. I, I was going to say, where did you watch it? I was just chilling. I, I, I wish I was just chilling. I was, I was in San Diego or Oceanside with my girlfriend's friends uh, at, at this beautiful beachfront property. They had two televisions. Uh, I had the sports queued up, you know, Mm -hmm. but we ended up, my girlfriend took me out uh, going grocery shopping and all this other stuff. I had the phone in front of me while I'm driving to the grocery store (laughs) trying to watch these fights. Somebody commandeered because there's college football or something. I was like, why would you guys want to watch this? Um, so I was just watching on my phone the whole time, but, um, so you're down in San Diego with a bunch of girlfriends, friends, yes. which is, I'm sure they were fine. Yeah. Good folk. Fine. Yeah. But, but they're watching football and it's like, Oh guys, the yeah. ultimate sport is on yeah, the next. Don't you, don't you understand <laughs> what's going on here? How um, do you watch that shit on your phone? Uh, well, there's an app. Uh, if you get the time Warner cable app, well, at least here in Los Angeles, cause everyone has it. Um, and I use my girlfriend's login, mm. and you can watch uh, mm. live Fox Sports One. So that's that's kind of my hack since I don't have an actual television. Yeah, yeah, dude. How's your login game? Because like the real the the login game is like, yo, I have Amazon. You can use Amazon. You can use my Amazon Prime. Can I use your Hulu? And it's like, oh, cool. I'm using your Hulu. Hey, I have HBO Go. You can use my HBO Go. Can I use your Netflix? Like, how strong is your login game? Um, I think it's about it's it's probably just too deep because it, it's I have my girlfriend's mm-hmm. Hulu, and she has everything else of mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I got her her right. mom's uh, her mom's cable access code or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. I gotta improve, don't I? No, dude. I'm worse, man. I, I mean, people running a train on me. Really? I'm getting nothing in return. I'm just what? giving out. I'm giving out my Hulu. I'm giving out my Netflix. I'm giving out my Amazon. I'm giving out my DirecTV code so that they can go watch their bullshit. I'm getting nothing in return. Nothing. Not even Netflix. N- not even Netflix. I gotta pay for my Netflix. Not even Hulu. You're not even dude. On Hulu. If you if it's 2016 and you're paying for your Netflix, you are fucking up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta find some sucker Some sucker to give you your login God damn uh, I've given my login out to a few people I was very free with it at one point and I used to be so free with my login <laughs> I am, I'm too free And then something happened where I tried to log into my Netflix And it said, oh there's too many people using this account so, because there's only you can only. But you're have, like, but it's me. You can only have so many instances. <laughs> you can only have so many instances running of Netflix before they say, no, 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 no. You only pay. You're only paying ten dollars. Like you can only get. So that just means that those people are trying to. They're trying to. They're being like, oh yeah, oh I got a login code here. It's Ron at <laughs> Hotman72.com, right? Is that, did I give that away? It's, it's like, I don't, and I don't even get the credit for that. I get locked out. I change my password on those fools. Oh, I would change my password yeah. so quick. You know something else I give out for free? What? My Wi-Fi. Oh. All my neighbors be using my Wi-Fi. Wow. My, well, nice my next door neighbor hasn't paid for internet in three years. He used to cut me a check for half of it, and then that just stopped one day. And then he's like, yeah, I really haven't paid you for rent. Like He had a beer here one night, yeah. and I was like, yeah. Yeah, you're not ever gonna pay me. Like it's fine. You fucking. You should, you should have just whipped out the tally. Actually, uh, 
uh, I have the tally here. Oh, I have that tally. I know. $556. Oh, no. It's like a thousand. It's a thousand. It's actually like a thousand five hundred and seventy dollars. Is what he owes me. Wow. Uh, but who? But who? Wow. Hey, but who's counting? <laughs> um, and se- and secondly, I I've tried to be nice about it and hint like, hey, I'm thinking about reading Stephen King's Dark Tower. Be really cool to get those books. I don't have any money. Right, right. like you've got fifteen hundred dollars of mine. Like maybe you get me some treats. He never picks up on oh, it. Oh man. I'm just too nice, though. You are too nice. I, I, I honestly, it's about stuff like that, it just seems so inconsequential. It's like, yeah, who cares? Who does care? You're a rich man. You I'm can not. Afford, I'm not. You by, can afford to. By you any, can afford to just give out Wi-Fi. I am like, not rich. I like work your hard. Pablo Escobar. <laughs> you just you you like the Pablo Escobar of Wi-Fi. You just like going into the neighborhood. Like here you go. Here's the code. Here's the code. here's the code. Here's the code. Just remember who gave it to you. By the way, if you're in Silver Lake, Los Angeles, and you come across the Wi-Fi network Wolfman, you can just log on. The password is sixty nine all day. One word. <laughs> wow. Free Wi-Fi, bitches. Wow, you like Starbucks, man. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that event was uh, scattered um, when I watched Every, it. Everybody got upset. There was upsets left and right, right? Yeah. it was. There was a lot of finishes in that. I don't know the actual statistic, but there was finish after finish. A lot of great... Um, the undercard like, finishes. Oh, absolutely. And uh, some, real, uh, some real surprising and entertaining fights. I was just telling you before we started that uh, it's cool to see these below... 10 ranked guys giving it bring like, a fire right doing it uh i thought um what's it called uh here we go this fight gabriel benitez versus sam cecilia yes um that fight was awesome <laughs> i made me think of it because i was talking about getting my leg kicked so much uh-huh and he was just getting his leg murdered sam cecilia his leg was getting murdered massaged chopped destroyed and you know he did eventually end up uh, losing that fight, uh, which was sad because then you have to walk away with a destroyed meat stick. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, dude, he he put lumps on that guy's legs. As I was watching it, I was like, I hope all the people His... with bad hair lose because it seemed like that. Uh, <laughs> who was that guy? Oh yeah, Augusto Montano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like the um, uh, the John Anik hair. Or, or you mean the uh, the Dan Hardy hair? Dan Hardy, yeah, hair, yeah, 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 yeah. Dan Hardy hair, and I was like, oh, Dan Hardy hair. You know, it's oh, funny. I was me. I was watching that fight, and I was like, it seems to me that dudes who have ridiculous hair are are on highlight reels as the knockout e. Absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely, it's like yeah, the, maybe they just they get prepared. It's like have, getting a makeover. Like oh, I'm gonna be on a highlight reel tonight. So yeah, so I gotta get myself all. Let nice me and get pretty. my shit looking tight. Yeah, but it seems like the crazier hair, the more highlight reel, like bong knockout they get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Augusto looked like uh, I don't know. He looked like he did it with his feet. Like he just put a, some clippers in his feet and then tried to cut his hair yeah it was like in weird yeah yeah and stuff. yeah it wasn't a mohawk no it was like a side hawk like it it seemed like when it's done up it's some like crazy like europe euro sort of mohawk oh, so i think i think we were just seeing it undone i forget that there's that part like you can't exactly style your hair when you go in you can't some guys do tj mm. dillashaw has some good stuff like he like puts gel in his hair i think mm. and like you can tell mm. He does look just clean and shiny. Right? When he like a soldier that. boy. Then he gets that face pummeled. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> he's a good fighter, man. He's one of the best, oh, for sure. Dominic Cruz is just a you know, legionnaire. That's one of my favorite fights. Um, Dillashaw, Burrell won. Mm. So exciting. So, I mean... Just so satisfying, that fight. You know what it was? I mean, that, and, and I think why that fight is so landmark and why everyone likes it so much, that was a very clear MMA has changed. The new age of MMA has been ushered in. You, you've got your fucking badass dudes who do this one or two things, and then you've got these other kids who have been out there for years training in all of it, training in all of it, 
And you're going to get decimated if you're not on that level. Yeah, they're going to run circles around you. And look what Hennenborough has become since. I mean, he's fo- floating around between different weight classes, you know. like he. We're about to see him fight this weekend, Patrick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, let's, we got to pull up this. We got to pull this up. Who's he fighting? Pull it up. Pull it up. Because he was known as the indestructible Hennenborough. I mean, there he, there are. He was known as being he, unstoppable. There I mean, are sound bites out there of Dana White saying Hennenborough might be the most dominant UFC champ of all time. That that soundbite fucking exists. He's fighting Felipe Nover, the Filipino assassin. Oh. Oh, that sounds scary, Patrick. It sounds real scary. <laughs> that sounds so scary. I wonder why the Filipino assassin is not fighting in the Philippines on that on that. Uh, I know, good question. On that card, oh, I'm dude. How are you that. gonna go? To, you're going to the Philippines. Oh, uh, we we pushed our trip. I'm going to the Philippines for work, uh, and I was gonna be there at the beginning of October, right around the time of this fight in the Philippines. I was so excited, but now we're not going until November. We're trying to miss the rain because in the Philippines, when it rains during the, uh, the these months, it's called monsoon season. I guess it's like the end of the end of our summer, kind of the beginning of our fall is monsoon season. Yeah, you don't want no monsoon. Yeah, and it's like the it, a trickle of rain doesn't exist. It's just like it pours down buckets yeah. and buckets. So you're pushing. Yeah, we're Makes pushing sense. until November first. It's sad though because I'm gonna miss that event. It would have been cool to see uh, BJ Penn live. I know. We'll just watch it here. We'll just watch it here. Yeah. Okay. That would be nice to actually be able to watch an event on a TV for change. I will say this: we're 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 skipping ahead to this week's event. I just real quickly want to summate. It was crazy to see Poirier get dusted, and it was crazy that Uriah Hall got the stoppage he got. And I think that's the general c- consensus. Oh, absolutely. That was sad. The seeing Poirier get knocked out was, it was sad. Is he just like? Is he one of those guys that is the like truly a bad motherfucker? Like, but he's just cursed. You talking about Uriah? Uriah Hall? Both oh, Poirier, <laughs> Poirier and Uriah Hall. <laughs> there's a huge curse going. There's around. just something Did about they... there's something about those guys that it's like they get their chance and they here they are, kill or be killed, and then fuck it if they don't get killed. Ugh. What do you think about the Uriah Hall stoppage? Do you think it should have been stopped? I would have liked to have seen another 30 seconds to see if if Brunson had uh you know, to see just to see what position cuz none of the none of the land like shots after the the drop landed and Uriah Hall was in the process of recovering and he got up so quickly and he's fine and he's a tough dude like he yeah. has never really been knocked out. That was a mm. first. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I would have liked to, I thought, I think it was an early stoppage ipso facto. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a pretty nice hit, hit and I could see how Herb Dean would think what he thought. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a good stoppage. Sure. It could have gone on for another 10 seconds. It reminds me of the cyborg, uh, cyborg's recent fight. Um, where she was all mad, like, oh, I should have stopped. Why'd you stop the fight? I'm fine. You know, yeah, it was yeah. like, if you would have let it go on for 10 more seconds, it, it would have just been more, you may have left in a body bag. Right. And I just, I think that, you know, the three or four shots that he was allowed to take, they grazed, but the next ones were going to go in. Hammers, right. It is and unfortunate. Then, yeah. And I mean, there's something about Uriah Hall where everybody sees what he is. And that is truly, he he's a great. He just doesn't have a killer instinct and he just constantly disappoints when he gets his big shot. Yeah. Same with Dustin. I love Dustin Poirier. Mm. And I'm a Conor, mm. you know, I'm a Conor McGregor fan. And he's one of those fighters that like after he lost to Conor went on a straight up trajectory of like nothing but killing. Absolutely. And fi- figuring out the game and realizing how to master it. And then you tee him up for his big shot. It's kind of his biggest shot to date. And then murked. Yeah. Quickly and savagely. I just feel so so bad for him. Yeah. I mean, if, if he would have got that win, there would have been the question in people's mind. Like, who's next? Will there be? Will there be a Conor McGregor rematch? 
We're never. Naked. No. Now, now, that never. Will, that will never happen. I'm sorry. Never I am sorry, Dustin Poirier. <laughs> it's really a shame. I'm so sorry, Dustin. I am so sorry, sir. Um, so that was, I mean, that was a great, great event this weekend. Again, you, the Fox events are just proving to be so, uh, such a treat. They're lovely. And they, and they really advance, uh, sort of the, the, the theatrics and the, the drama of the UFC. Hmm. You know, you heard it here, people. I mean, if we were just looking at the pay-per-view fights and and there was no, like, you know, there was no sort of teeth cutting and seeing these younger fighters being groomed, these, you know, out of the top tenors, like Scully, the Scully kid, Skelly, Scully, Scully, this Texas Skelly guy. You just like him because he's from Texas. Of course I do. Nah, man, he put on a great show. Uh, But I'm just saying, like, the Fox, the Fox fight nights are sometimes... Better than UFC 200. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That took me a second. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everything is better than UFC 200. Everything is better than UFC. Anyway, moving on. This weekend. Yeah. um, We're going to see Chris Cyborg. uh, Murder someone else. Possibly murder someone. Is that both of our predictions? Should we even bet on, on it? Should it be a bet more like how long... Ooh, Will she last? A man. I think we're I think we're looking at a minute thirty. A minute thirty. A minute thirty. It'll be over. Wow. Okay. Now are you gonna price this right me and go under or over? Mm. I think I'm gonna go. I say she lasts twenty five seconds. You heard you're it go, here. You're going you heard, under. You heard it here. Wow. Twenty five seconds. Just a bam, bam. You're getting fucked now. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say the fight lasts 25 seconds. Shit, dog. I'm not going to call if... if <laughs> I'm not going to call if uh, Chris wins or not. No, come on. She's coming out exploding. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I, I looked up Landsberg. I like watched her. She's, she's definitely badass. She's a badass. But then you just watch Cyborg fight. You watch her move, and it's just it, it. It is like watching something else. It's like watching like the T one thousand versus you know. She's Eddie she's, Furlong. She's who, never to be beaten, right? <laughs> right. And there's been talk because we were talking earlier about the the Ronda Rousey potential fight with Amanda Nunez. Oh yeah, that's that, that's could, slated for the for this year maybe. That's crazy. We, I mean, but Dana White had a quote. Uh, where he said, you know, the fight that everyone wants to see is this uh, Rousey cyborg fight. I don't want to see that. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen, Patrick? Well, dude, I don't think cyborg is. I think she is something else. Is uh, Ronda gets murdered? Murdered. Yeah, I, I think you're right. She doesn't have the strength. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I don't think cyborg will ever see a round two. Whoa. In the UFC, I don't. Maybe if she fights Holly Holm. You think Holly Holm can get around too? Because yes. she's good at avo- avoiding? Her style is, is a great matchup for her. Mm. I do want to see that fight. I want to see that fight. Uh, Holly Holm, I think, said she's down. She better be. She's a down person, though. It's the money think, fight. And I, if anyone could put a game plan together on how to, how to f- like fight Cyborg, it's that camp and it's Holly Holm. She's going to do some of that intellectual shit on Chris Cyborg. Is that what's going to happen? She gets intellectual. I just feel like every punch will just like just bounce off of that granite chin. I know. What were you saying? Like the female Minotaur is like the only competitor for Cyborg. Yeah. Where is that? Where is that beast? What lab? Dude, Cyborg kind of gets... like panned for being ugly or like, you know, like looking sort of like a man, but, and maybe this is just my proclivities, but I kind of find her attractive. Hmm. Interesting. Is that weird? I don't think it's weird at all. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, I'm attracted to her and I think it's not necessarily because of her features. It's more just because of who she is and how she is. Like when I watch her fight, I'm like, I get enamored. Yeah. I'm like, she's like, so amazing but she's have you ever, a, she's a kind person in real life too. oh yeah sweetheart <laughs> and i love her voice oh yeah 
I'd like to thank everybody for coming to <laughs> the show tonight. Like she smoked like nine cartons of Marlboros before the fight. Right before the fight. We should do an impressions night. If like we, yeah, we we both need to work on our uh work on our UFC impressions, but yeah. You know who's really good at impressions? You ever watch Tommy Toehold? Uh no, but I know who that is. Yeah, he's got a UFC channel. And he like he, uh, he he does parody of UFC. Oh my god, his impressions are insane. Really, so insane. He's so good. I feel competitive all of a sudden. He does this TJ Dillashaw impression where he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm just kind of like I'm eating paschetti and like you know bulking up for my fight." <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's really funny. Anyway, that's that's too old. Yeah, I kind of find like here's a funny story. And I, and this is like one thing that sort of like opened me up as like a young liberal man, but my dad was like. Talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, uh, it was actually me and Nelson. We were like teenagers in fucking... Uh, we'd shout out Nelson Rockwood every episode. Cheers, Nelson. It's all about you and Nelson, isn't uh, it? We're teenagers in high school. We're watching True Lies. And it's that scene where Jamie Lee Curtis like is doing the strip tease. Mm. And my dad walks past and he's like, damn, that Jamie Lee Curtis. And I look at him and I'm like, dad, you know that... Uh, you know, they say Jamie Lee Curtis is like... A, She's a hermaphrodite. She was actually born male and is a female now. And my dad goes, maybe that's why I'm so attracted to her. And he walked out of the room. And since then, I've just been like, yeah, sexuality is kind of a weird thing. Yeah, it can be very fluid sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it can be very. I learned that from a Texas Texas man. Surprisingly fluid. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, though, that they they don't really say too much about male MMA fighters who look like girls. Right. They're not like, yeah, but TJ Dillashaw looks like a girl because he looks like a little girl. Right. If Uriah Faber was a chick. (laughs) Uriah Faber totally looks like a little girl. Right. If he was a chick, I'd be like, God, look at that beefy girl. Mm." (laughs) His luxurious hair. But no one's like talking shit about that. No. No one's like, oh, everyone's like, oh yeah, she looks like a man, but I was like, oh, yeah, you, you're right, Faber. He looks like a girl. <laughs> Side note, you know who, like, would be the, like, oh, well, he's he's just a hot guy. I'm just saying he's a hot guy. Josh Salmon, you know him? Josh Salmon. No, I'm gonna, I'm looking him up. Look right him now. up. He's an MMA. He, he's in the UFC. Dude, he's a killer. He's a bad motherfucker, actually. He was on the same season Uriah Hall was on. John Salmon. Josh Salmon. Oh, Josh Salmon. And it's S-A-M-M-O-N, I think. Oh, not like the fish? There he is. Yeah, dude. He is, like, if he was a girl, ooh, get out of my way. (laughs) Really? I'm going after you. Oh, my goodness. Patrick. Maybe I'm crazy. He's just got, like, a real, like, Greek face. And if he had, like, crazy curly Greek hair. What did you say? Josh Salmon? S-A-M-M-E-N. A-N. S-A-M-M-E-N. Salmon. Oh, Salmon. There we go. There we go. Oh, oh yeah! Remember Look him, dude. He's guy. a killer. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like such a with it, when he had his long hair. He was like such a pro wrestler. Yeah, dude. he's actually kind of due for a fight. When is he fighting next? Didn't he just fight? No, oh. uh, earlier this year. But he... no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> wow, goodness! Oh, gracious. he fought he's... Tim Bosch. That's right. In, J- in July. Oh, that's right. He looks. He looks like a. Uh, Brazilian drug lord, kind yeah. of like, or not a drug lord, but he looks like one of the, one of the henchmen. Mm-hmm. You know, like like El Chapo would be like. He, yeah, he stands like there's two henchmen. He's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Josh Simon, why don't you go? Why don't you go kill their whole family? Josh, cut out his testicles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Josh Simon? It's like a bro laugh. Sounds fun. <laughs> I'll cut his testicles off, boss. <laughs> you want to keep the baby testicles? <laughs> what? No, what? Josh, no, Josh Salmon. That's too crazy. Dude, okay. So, yeah, we're going to get to see Hannon Burrell fight this weekend, too. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, I hope he gets a win. Please. Please I know. get a win. Please. It would be just sad to see him, to see his brain hit the canvas again. <laughs> I don't know. I'm over him. No, yeah, I don't... Uh, I personally don't think that uh, he's got it anymore. I think well, we've talked about that, I think. Yeah. We've talked about him yeah. and post-TJ. 
Someone just fucking cracks your can open like that and drinks you. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm out. TJ trauma. Yeah, it, it, I feel like the book was, has been written. Right. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. This is how you take care of this guy. Yeah. Speaking of uh, totally destroyed chins, uh, the Roy Nelson uh, Silva fight. How is that guy still allowed to fight? <sighs> uh, both of them. <laughs> both, both of them. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're, they're still fan favorites. No doubt. But I, I mean, Bigfoot Silva literally looks like Sasquatch yeah. shaved. Yeah. I can't see him. I can't see him get knocked out again. I don't want to see that fight, to be honest. I don't want to see it zero. But the flip side, don't you want to see Roy Nelson win via knockout? Yeah, but I mean, it's such a sad thing. It's like, yeah, can you knock out a a poor retarded baby he does seem sort of mongoloid that's not it's no, probably not no, a good no. word right no you can't say mongoloid no, can you, you say mongoloid you can't say that or retarded like i did right so we can ret- we can retract what we what we said like mm-hmm. a politician yeah i'd like to retract that from the record what i, I would said. Uh, redact it i think uh, it's the legal one <clears throat> yes i would like a double redaction on both what patrick and i said i'd like to strike that from the record I would like to um, then add um, an addendum. Retard. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would like to add an addendum. Instead of retard, I would like to say... <laughs> uh, slow. <laughs> Chinchilla looking motherfucker. Dude, he, he really does look like Sasquatch waxed. Like if you found Sasquatch and waxed him, I mean, he looks like Bigfoot Silva. Yeah. Hey, they call him Bigfoot. They do. It's not It's not an accident. It's not like, oh, his feet are big. And it's sad because he can't use the testosterone that he needs. Oof. He needs that. He does. I, I'll tell you to what. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a prediction. Okay. First round knockout, Roy Nelson wins. It's, gonna, it's hard for me to... It's hard for me to say anything otherwise. You agree. You're not going to take the bet is what you're saying. You you have me for uh, cyborg Landsberg, uh, twenty five seconds. I'm saying minute thirty. I th- I think this event whole event is a gambler's dream. <laughs> it really is. It's like okay, I'll put my money on cyborg, uh, the guy that's not Burrell, um, Roy Nelson, <laughs> <laughs> the guy that's not Burrell. <laughs> oh. Uh, Christian Trinaldo? Oh, Francisco Trinaldo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, versus the Irish Dragon Pole Fielder. Oh, is he fighting on a straight blast? Straight blast gym? Uh, I don't know. You're you're good. You're usually good with the uh, with the gyms, w- the yeah. coaches. I think he is. I think he's a straight blast guy. You know, I'm still learning. There's a big I like gyms. I, I go that. I like camps. I like to know coaches' strategy. I mean, I equate a lot of my life to MMA. Like, are are just like. You get knocked down, like, man, I'm on a shoot, and the location guy came and was like, you can't shoot here anymore, like, get the fuck out of our location. It's like, that was a bad first round, and now we're, like, in the corner, and our corner man is telling us, like, get the fuck back in there. Like, you're not done with this. Like, as a producer, I so many times equate just, like, my struggles with fighting. And so that's sort of my, like, uh, sort of desire for knowing certain camps is just like, how do they coach? How does Jackson Winklejohn, how does Glendale fight Academy? Like how does, how, how are they all, how does alpha male, how, how does, how do they all come? How does American top team? Like what are their, what are their philosophies? Because they're teaching, uh, not only fighting, but they're teaching, uh, subscriptions for, for lifestyle. Yeah. It is interesting. Uh, who does, uh, Jose Aldo, Fight, fight for what's his gym? Uh, it's, gym? It's the gym that's notorious for hard, really hard sparring. Right. Um, Brazil. I, 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 yeah, it's not I, the Black Zillions. It's no, it's that's not, that's in Miami. It's no. not Brazilian buha. It's no. not. It's not like the butt butt jamming Brazilians. Um. No. What so, is it? So I'm, I'm since I'm I'm since I'm learning from Cobrina. BJJ, am I am I basically? Oh, Black House, Black House. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. They're notorious for yeah. the super hard sparring style. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's getting wise to the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I like super hard sparring at all. 
I don't know. It's stupid. It hurts. Imagine, imagine if you were a champ going into a fight and you got your leg dinged up like yeah, a week my before. toe broken. <sighs> I'd be pissed. Me I would too. slap that person. Yeah, me too. Right in his, right in his silly mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> it should, I would, Patrick. Look I, at my eyes right now. Can I you see your them? eyes. They can't see them on, in the podcast world, but they're fucking serious. But right they're now. serious eyes. I don't like arts barring. I mean, I wish he would have just played a little more pitter pat with you. I mean, not to yeah. go back to it, but I, I think he may have been. It's just that I think that I'm still so green. I'm just like a green vagina out there, just to be pushed around. Yeah, but see, see, my point is, and look, I, I don't train at the yard, so I don't know, and I'm not trying to like talk shit but like yo why are you talking shit about my team <laughs> dude what if we both enter smoker tournaments and they're like okay cool your opponent like we've got him like it's cool like you'll fight this date and blah 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 and then we slowly realize we're just training to fight each other <gasps> drama on wolf ticks i don't know if i could do it i could do i could definitely do um jujitsu against you yeah of course yeah because that, that's fun that's just like chess that's like grappling chess yeah and, and, and it's, it's not a real loss but like yeah after i beat you it just would never be the same between us no doubt and if i fucking just like whooped up on you and like did some crazy shit and then like in the second round just sort of danced around and like played with you yeah that would be the day that hell froze over <laughs> dude is our wolf ticks challenge slowly becoming we're just gonna fight each other <laughs> <laughs> I'm secretly building a ring in the backyard. No, Patrick. I'm in. I'm in. Could be great. It would be fun to have uh, your own ring, like those backyard fights. Like the, the Cerrone camp? Yeah. Used to do. Oh, does, oh Cerrone has his own camp, doesn't oh, he? Oh, he's got, dude. So he, he trains at Jackson Winklejohn, but he also has like the cowboy camp, which is like his own gym. Wow. His own peeps. Wow. Yeah. I can only imagine the uh, anti-Semitism going on in that gym. He has, speaking of law terms, redacted that oh, he redacted and, and apologized. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. He's also just a, he's a fighter, man. He's a small town. Yeah. He's cool with all people. Yeah, he, he's down. Yeah. He just, you know, sometimes you just don't know. It's a, Being a celebrity, it's hard. You can't watch your words all the time. Like me, I just let the R word slip out. Redact? Yeah. <laughs> the, the old R word. Yeah, man. I said mongoloid. I don't think you can say that. I don't no, think that's an no, accepted no, no, no. word anymore. Yeah, we got to bleep that out later. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta the FAA is going to come down on us. We got to posthumously bleep that out. Speaking of this kind of uh, thing, what do you think about the... Um, uh, oh gosh, I'm sorry, Patrick. I'm okay. so bad at names this late in the evening. <clears throat> but he's our current, uh, he's our current middleweight champ, Michael Bisbing. No, I'm sorry, our current welterweight champ. Uh, that'd be Tyron Woodley. Yes, Tyron Woodley. Thank you. Uh, Tyron Woodley, um, is having this whole thing where he's talking about, uh, the reason. For his uh, all these haters and the lack of popularity is racism. Yeah, um, I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. I I always kind of side with people. Um, racism's a funny thing. Race is a funny thing. I I I have such a heart for. Uh, f for for the movement of black lives matter and, and sort of just understanding that culturally America is just backwards sometimes. And, um, if he really thinks it's racism, like maybe it is, maybe it is. Yeah. The thing is, uh, as a white, as a white man, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I don't have that feeling towards him whatsoever. Right. It's completely meaningless to me. Right. You know, um, but yeah, I I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I really don't see race. Um, I don't see it anymore. I don't see, I, I just don't, I've really tried to like become someone that doesn't see it. Um, I will say this, you can, you can get a bit of chip on your shouldery when you like make those kind of complaints. And I think that the media can kind of like 
you know, put you in a certain bracket where like this guy believes this. So like you, so, so you need to listen for whatever reason and they can make an issue out of it. Here's what I do know. Tyron Woodley walked out in the middle of the ring and fucking murked an, uh, murked one of the most badass dudes I've ever seen fight. And if he goes out and murks Wonder Boy, like I guarantee you that shit will die down. His fandom will grow. So it, it is a little weird to just blame your like lack of fanness, your lack of popularity on racism. Yeah. Um because look I mean, just look at all the fighters that come before you that are black or, you know, like that and and, and have had incredible uh adoration. So my, my, my thing to him would be like, take it, absorb it, believe it, use it, and fucking murk Wonder Boy. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the, here's the question to test and see if you're a racist or not. All right. Um, who do you want to win, Tyron Woodley or Wonder Boy? Wow. It's who funny. Who do you want to be the champ? It's funny. I, uh, that division is odd to me. And Wonder Boy is such a cunty little self-righteous prick. I'd love to see him get knocked the fuck out. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. He's so fucking, like, his Christianity annoys me. Not that I, you know, Christians are fine. Yeah. You know what? I'm more, I'm more anti, like, sort of Christian, like, than I am racist. Or than I am, like, believe, you know, believing in race. Like, yeah. like Christians to me are the worst. So seeing a Christian who just, like, gets murked. Like, I love that shit. Let's not mince words here, Patrick. Tell us how you really feel about it. I was raised Christian. I actually probably deep down believe in God and Jesus was all right. I don't know if I, I don't know if I could really believe in him, but like, yeah, dude, seeing someone who's like, yeah, I drive kids. I pick up kids because it's my Christian duty. Like, fuck you. (laughs) I like this, Patrick. Fuck your (laughs) Christian. Fuck your cross necklace. Tyron Woodley's going to take your head off. Wow, I, I kind of like that too, and I, you know, I'm always for the kind of underdog story. So while I don't think that Tyron Woodley is necessarily an exciting fighter or hasn't been in the past for me, uh, it he can earn a fan. He can earn a fan. He can earn a fan. If he takes him out. Because it's a, it's a great story. You know, it's a great story. Especially everyone's, everyone's turning on Woodley right now. They're just like, no, we don't want you to be champion. You're a bad champion. You don't deserve to be calling out. You don't deserve to be calling for the money fights. Um, Which is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not in prize fighting try and get the biggest prize? Right. It's um, the age of the prize fight. And I people are caring less about the belt. Who gives a fuck about the belt? I'd rather watch Connor Nick Nate Diaz any day than Connor defend the belt. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If it was Connor GSP at 205, I'd be like, fuck yeah. That. <laughs> Show me that. So you're ready for freak fights. Yes. Bring them. Who isn't? Uh, I don't know. I just heard some crickets. Maybe there. That's it. just Silver Lake crickets, baby. <laughs> Those Silver Lake crickets. Yeah, uh, it will be interesting to see Tyron. Uh, I, I hope he just rips his fucking brains out. So it, it would does, be. It would be. So, so would does be that. Hilarious. So am I racist? Uh, yes. <laughs> against white people, <laughs> you're racist against white people. Yeah. Religiosity really is a tricky thing with me because I have this weird, deep seated like. Raised Christian, but like against it as well. I have a, I have a very similar thing. I was raised incredibly conservative, and uh, it's I have it towards all all things that are like religious in a way. You know, it it gets me in trouble sometimes. Uh-huh. But I've I've learned tolerance because in the end, right? It doesn't matter what no. someone else believes. No. It just really matters how they act. Yeah, you know? of course. And Wonder Boy is a Wonder Boy. He is. He's a, he's like a, he's a just a fantastic, charming, goody two shoes. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why I don't want him to be champ. I want the bearded blowhard. Yeah. 
That's yeah. what I want. I want him to take. I want him to take him out. Yeah, me too. Uh, but I mean, it was it was months ago that you and I were singing his praises, Wonder Boy. He's, he's fun to watch, man. He does cool awesome. shit. He's, he's awesome. way cool shit. Mad cool shit. But I don't want him to have the belt. I don't want him to have it either. And because we say it, that means it's going to be true. It's true. <laughs> um, Ron, concluding tonight, one question. Yeah. What fight do you want to see the most? What fight is out there that's looming in the darkness? It's hiding in the shadows. Everyone's whispering about it, but no one's, no one's really just saying. That's the fight we want. What's the fight you want to see? Real or, real or imagined? I right? pose it to you two ways. Real. What do you really want to see real? What's the fight you want to see? And then imaginary, all time, no time limit. Abraham Lincoln versus George Washington style. Who do you want to see? Okay. Well, I really want to see John Jones at heavyweight. And I want to see him take on somebody like Cain Velasquez. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just some, that's the first thing that came to me. That I, the I like idea that. of him going up into heavyweight is like very tantalizing uh-huh. for me. Um, that's probably not the coolest thing, that, but that's just the first thing that came into my head. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And then as far as uh, unrealistic fights, I would love to see uh, Demetrius Johnson um, fight Shaq. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like like the matchup to make. Man, who wins? Taking it back to the old school. Who wins that? Demetrius Johnson. Shaq's knees. Can you imagine those poor, poor knees on Shaq? But what happens if Shaq got his hands on him? Nothing. You're right. I'm right. right. I, I mean, didn't say nothing. No one said nothing. <laughs> he could do it. Shaq. I mean, Shaq could swing. I'm sure Shaq's got hands. You know, I'm sure Shaq could throw down. But oh, he's boxed before. Really? Oh, Shaq fought. Um, it's, it was on some crazy bizarre MTV show. It was back when like the early 2000s. The MTV was just getting crazy. Wow, like some bully beatdown thing. It was. Sh- it was like. Pros versus like extreme sports guys. And I think Shaq fought. Shaq has boxed and he is a bad man, dude. He's a bad dude. What? Yeah, Shaq boxing. Look that up. That's real. I can't believe you brought up Shaq. Versus Sugar Shane Mosley, 2010. Whoa, what? Shaq versus Oscar De La Hoya? Yeah, dude. Shaq is boxed, dude. Yes, there it is. Yeah. What? He fought Oscar De La Hoya. Oh, in 2012. Oscar De La Hoya was like 50. <laughs> yeah, but, but even still, still. Wow. Well, now I, now I really want to see this fight. Yeah, dude. Shaq boxing to me. That's what I'm saying. Is like he could cover. Whoa. And, here and it then, is. And then what happens when Shaq gets his hands on De La Hoya? Oh my gosh, he's a beast in there. Whoa, he landed some shots. Is that is that the De La Hoya fight? Yeah, dude, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> dude, Shaq fighting De La Hoya is amazing. Wow. De La Hoya. The... <laughs> it looks like he's... Had to Just to punch him in the body, Shaq has to... It looks like he's lifting a child. Or like scooping up dirt or something to punch him, punch to the body. Shaq's just taunting him. No, nothing hurt. Wow, Shaq does have hands. He's got. I'm telling you, dude. That's why when you say like he fights Demetrius, I'm telling you, if it was MMA and Shaq got his hands on him, like you're looking at just an immediate body slam. You're looking at some weight that I don't know. Yeah, that would be a fight for the ages. Oh, wow, Not that like, would be a fight for the ages. Looking at this, I, I, I actually. I would probably bet on Shaq. Well, we're, this was how many years ago? Up this is 2009. Yeah, so Shaq was still playing. Shaq was still in the NBA. Wow. Yeah, he's he's gained a little bit of weight. Though. And he's an old man. He's he's gotten used to the sports commentating. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like if he he spent a little time training, I mean, Demetrius though could he could do a takedown. If he could get him taken down, there's a there's a good chance. 
But wow. Okay, now I really want to see this fight. I want to see the fight Sha too. Shaq, come on, man. Mighty Mouse for Shaq. Yeah. What what about you? You got anything? Okay. My wanna see fight that of 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 real realisticness. Um I would like to see uh I would like to see Dominic Cruz versus either Demetrius Johnson or uh, whoever they give the strap to for 145, Jose Aldo mm -hmm. or Conor McGregor. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, him versus Conor would be crazy. Skinny, crackhead Conor. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be amazing, right? It'd be amazing. <laughs> It'd, be a great fight. It'd be cool to see him fight Jose Aldo too, but oh man, Jose, Jose's looking huge. Yeah. He's looking beefy. Yeah. I, I think Demetrius Dominic Cruz would be a would be one for the ages. That'd be that'd be really cool to see. It'd be yeah. cool to see them run that back because they they've fought before. Yeah. Um. Uh. Isn't that DJ's only loss in the UFC? Uh -huh. Yep. My goodness. Um. In terms of fantasy fights. Mm. The word fantasy. I like the word fantasy. It right. Makes me just think of porn music. I know. Right. Showtime. Late night showtime. You ever sneak that as a kid? Showtime scrambled, yeah. <laughs> Saw that shit through the lines, dude. You know what I used to do as a kid? I would listen to it on audio so I could hear like the girls' noises. Ooh. Like, yeah, I got audio asphyxiated. <laughs> wow, that's pretty hot. <laughs> pretty hot. Um, I would say Anderson Silva Weidman three would be the fantasy fight I want to see. Oh man. Yeah, I want to that see them. Still be exciting now that it's Chris. Funny. Now that we know Chris Weidman can be beat, yeah. and PEDs are really getting fucking measured. Like, yeah. neither of them not accusing. Yeah, not accusing. I'm just saying, I would love to see them run that back. Three. They've got to do that. Yeah, that's a good money fight, right? It'd there. Be a great money fight. Come on. Does Weidman want that? He must want that. Yeah, of course, of course. I don't know if Anderson Silva wants that, though. Yeah, he does. Anderson Silva. Dude, he, he almost care. beat Cormier. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what else? Another another fantasy fight, and a lot of people probably have this, is like, I want to see Ronda Rousey fight a man. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Like a, a Joe Schmo or like someone notable, like Ronda Rousey versus Scully. Yeah. Skelly, this this new Ronda, Skelly. Ronda Rousey versus uh, Damian Maya. Damian Maya, <laughs> she would have zero chance whatsoever. I just got a text message from uh, someone, and uh, it was a. Uh, was it naughty? It was naughty. <laughs> we can't talk about naughty business. It was a naughty text. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oops, you shouldn't have seen that, Ron. Those that was not for your I, eyes. It's really it's too far away. It's too angled. It's too angled saw, and too far away. You, but you saw you, I saw Shaq, and then I saw like the shape of a woman. Exactly. Isn't and that then funny? I just saw your eyes looking at it, and I was like, hmm, "Isn't that funny?" Suspicious. He's either looking at Shaq in a very longing way. Isn't that? <laughs> yeah, but something tells me that's not true. Dude, how big do you? How big is Shaq's dick? Can I ask that on Wolf Ticks? Yeah, you can. This is what this podcast is for. <laughs> the important questions. Dude, do you think do you think he's just got like a fucking like gargantuan like oh my god. I'd bet Shaq is so big. He he has a huge dick, but I bet he's so big that it looks average. That it's probably confusing to mm -hmm. to people cuz his girlfriend is very short. Like when she first right. When she first like pulled the pants down, she probably was like, oh, well. She's probably like, <laughs> what a relief. Woo. <laughs> Woo. But yeah, I mean, in my imagination, it's, you know, the forearm test. You know how you, t the thing you learned in junior high school, oh yeah, your dick is like half the size of your forearm. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Which is incredibly unrealistic for me. <laughs> it's just true. <laughs> that would mean I would have like a two foot dick. You do have long forearms. No, but yeah, imagine how long look at Shaq's forearm there in the fight. My goodness. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a good foot and a half of forearm. There's gotta be somewhere where Shaq's talked about it. Where he oh, said, there's gotta you know be some leaks. Yes, I Wait, do. hold on, I'm gonna Google In fact, I do have a foot long dick. Shaq's dick. I'm just Googling it, seeing if anything comes up. Shaquille Ooh, Shaquille O'Neal reveals his penis to Bravo's Andy Cohen. They're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Are we outroing with Shaq's penis? <laughs> Guys, we'll tell you next week. Oh, oh, wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Oh, wolf ticks. Wolf ticks, people. Follow us at Wolf Ticks MMA. Mm. I'm Ron Erickson II. I'm Patrick Pope, the only. Dude, we're getting...